Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Although 2028 is a little ways from now, flag football is going to be one of the newer things that you will see at the Olympic Games. And I thought that was really interesting because once you get past the, quote, stigma of flag football as opposed to the bigger, brasher, you know, regular football that you would see on your television screens on Saturday and Sunday, um, I think this is actually a really neat add to the Olympic Games. To talk a little bit more about this, the president of Football Canada, a longtime friend of the show, Jim Mullen, kind enough to join me. Jim, good afternoon. Good afternoon, fella. Hey, how's it going, Rob? Nice to hear your voice again. Yeah, thank you, and use yeah, yours as well. Um, let's get right into this because you know, flag football will have its critics, but I think for the development of the game, this is a good thing. No? Oh, it's fantastic for the development of the game because traditionally, football is a game with late adopters, and what I mean by that is sometimes we find our best athletes when they're in grade 10, 11, 12. Even a case like David Onyemata, an NFL All-Pro that played with the University of Manitoba, he was encouraged by friends to wander into the office of Brian Doby, the head coach of the Manitoba Bisons, and say, hey, I'd like to try football because my friends suggested I should. So here he is as a university freshman with no football experience before going and playing the game and, and learning as he went at the, at the university level. With flag football, it creates a great opportunity for us across the country in that this can be driven by kids. This is a great activity as well as it's a great sport. So kids 7, 8, 9, 10 can get out there, play football, do it in a non-contact environment, and then as they learn the skills, when they get to the age of 12, 13, or 14, families can make a decision. Does, does little Johnny or little Susie want to play tackle football? Do they want to play flag? Do they want to play both? Uh, I think the, the skill development that you're going to see in the game as a re- result of this decision by the IOC is going to be immense. One of the things, Jim, that caught me off guard until I read this article where you were quoted several times in it um, is where flag football is played. I didn't realize that this actually had a grip in Africa as well. Oh, yeah, it's uh, right across the world. Uh, some people were uh, chiding the IOC about in LA-28 about selecting flag football because they think it's an automatic gold medal uh, for the United States. I was at the World Games down in Birmingham, kind of a AAA event for sports trying to get into the Olympics. Uh, it was last summer, and I witnessed Mexico's women's team beat the United States by four scores. They, they, they kicked them all over the field. Uh, the, the, the level of competition, especially coming out of Europe, is really keen. Uh, Denmark, Israel, Italy, uh, they can all give us a game. And even within the Americas, uh, the Panamanian team uh, defeated Team Canada at the last uh, Tournament of the Americas in, in Charlotte this summer. You know, the other thing about it, too, is, and I was, I, I quite frankly doubted the ability of flag football to translate on TV. But when I went down to the World Games, 
and I saw what the NFL could do with their technology and their TV know-how and how they applied themselves to, to capturing the athleticism of the game, uh, all of a sudden I was a believer. Uh, because what it does is it takes the skills of football, but because it's five-on-five, five, it kind of plays out with the athleticism of basketball or volleyball. And, and the other part of it, too, is it takes the pads off. You get to see the personality. Yep. Right? And, and, and to see the personalities, just ask the NBA about how that works. Yeah, I would imagine that's a huge part of it, especially from a television uh, process. Jim Mullen is the president of Football Canada. Uh, Jim, just for one more moment, you mentioned uh, men, you mentioned women. I think this is something where this game can evolve on both sides of that, no? Well, especially on the women's side. Uh, I I see that in the next World Games, only the women's teams uh, are are playing at the next World Games. Uh, across the uh, United States and the NAIA, it's been picked up as a varsity sport on the women's side. I, I think what we're seeing is uh, development of the women's game as kind of a gender offset to, to the numbers that are in the men's games for these uh, university programs. I'm talking with you sports right now about uh, uh, bringing it on as a uh, varsity sport in 2025, and most of that focus is on the women's side, but don't fret. We've got a, a club-type competition uh, for the men as well to, to compete in a, in a national collegiate championship. But the, but the growth in this game is going to be on the female side. It's very intriguing to me. Jim, thank you for shining some light on this and breaking it down for us. Let's talk about this again. Anytime.